I'd like to say a few words about why reading aloud is so important and what role it plays in the advancement of literacy. In order to do that, I want to start with a time now almost a hundred years ago. Some of you might know or remember or have been taught that there was a time before radio. But by the 1930s, the radio was the primary method for people to learn about the world, the, the world outside. My mother used to tell me that after dinner, she and her sisters would rush to get everything done, collecting the dirty dishes, putting the food away, washing the dishes, drying them and putting them in the cupboards because, number one, that was their job. But number two, they rushed because my mother couldn't wait to sit down and listen to The Shadow on the radio. The Shadow was a very popular radio serial that told a continuing story. And everybody would listen from one day to the next because the radio could take them away from where they were, stuck in the middle of the Depression, to a fantasy. I remember driving home from Toronto in the car with my mother and father and my brothers after spending the, the day visiting with my grandparents and listening to the Amos and Andy show. I'm old enough that I remember what it was like to not really have access to a TV yet, but to hear stories and sounds on the radio. So I guess I grew up understanding that hearing was one way in which we could learn about the world. You might have heard about how realistic radio was because of the broadcast. Ready to connect. <laughs> Excuse me. Because of the broadcast of Orson Welles' The War of the Worlds. It was on radio and they were reading about The War of the Worlds, the book written by H.G. Wells. And it was so realistic that people actually not knowing that it was a radio show and made up, thought it was a very real event taking place then. And there were um, traffic jams and people panicking because they thought the planet was being invaded by Martians from outer space. I hope that gives you an understanding a little bit of how important listening and imagining is to all of us. Those of you that are listening, most of you are going to be young enough that you're a generation that was motivated by sight rather than sound. You grew up with television 
And so you grew up with pictures, and the television pictures changed frequently so that you wouldn't lose interest. You didn't have to sit and listen long enough so your interest would be maintained. Your interest kept up because of the pictures. But now we have both television and we have radio and we have the World Wide Web and we have wireless. But the skills that come with reading aloud are still very important to appreciating what good literature is. No doubt some of you will have had trouble learning how to read. And I can see my students that struggled with reading and so became bored or frustrated when they had to read stories and answer questions. The skills involved in comprehending what we read are very different than the skills involved in comprehending what we hear. And when we are listening to a good story, we don't need to stumble over the vocabulary. We don't need to stumble over the sentences that don't make sense to us because we're listening to the story and following the events in sequence. If I don't struggle with the vocabulary that I have to read and I don't have to read back and forth because what I've read doesn't make sense and I'm distracted, then I can get involved in the story. And I can get carried away by the creativity, by the events of the story. I can become fascinated by what I'm listening to. Proof of that is the fact that even though we have the World Wide Web and we can watch movies on on the TV that are streamed, and we see YouTube videos and TikTok videos and all of those things, podcasting is very popular today. And why? Because people can listen and hear and follow what's being said and still do something else at the same time. But if it's a story you're listening to, then you can sit and you can follow the story Now, imagine you're a 10-year-old boy or girl and you're listening to a story read by the teacher or by a parent. You can just enjoy the story and not get bogged down by the mechanics of reading. And that's why oral reading is so important. We don't need to pick books that are at the reading level of our students. I could read a book like The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, which I'm reading now, to children who are seven and eight years of age. They wouldn't, most of them, be comfortable trying to read a multi-chapter book like that, and they'd be frustrated by it. But they can listen to the story and get caught up and become caught up such that they imagine, they can close their eyes and they can see. And that's how deep learning takes place. 
when we try to visualize what's happening coming in through our ears but visualize it in our head we're putting together the concepts and the images in a completely different way oral reading plays a very very important part in a program it allows us to bring the world of good literature to our students because once they get involved in the story, they don't mind having to wait from day to day to day. Just like my mother listened to The Shadow every day. And just like I always enjoyed listening to the Amos and Andy uh, episodes on the radio. Or we also listened to Jack Benny on the radio, because I'm that old. I'm an old man. But we could listen and enjoy and still be looking around and we could close our eyes and imagine what was going on. Oral reading is important because it's another hook that children then can go home and say, I really love that book. I wonder if I can find another one like it that I can read on my own. Or, I know what that word means. I heard it in the story we listened to today. And then our vocabulary expands, our imagination expands, and our love of reading expands as well. Oral reading is a very important element in any grade. And that's the final point I'm going to end with. It's not just meant for young kids. You don't have to stop reading to your children because they're in grade four or grade five. You can continue to reading to, reading to children way up until they're even adults. When I taught my teachers in training about oral reading and how to cultivate listening skills, I used to choose... Ferdinand the Bull, which was not short, but just long enough that the students could get involved in the story. And every single year that I used that book, every single semester, my students loved listening to the story. And they were adults. So whether they're five years of age or 25 years of age, they can still enjoy listening to a good story. And that's why you need to read aloud. 